Greetings. This is Carl. So quick story. Um, yesterday, I started feeling a little pain in my lower back. It felt just sort of like maybe a little pulled muscle or a, a rib out of place on my right side. And as the day went on, it sort of also started hurting in front, like upper abdomen area. And it got worse and worse and worse. And then overnight it was like pretty unbearable. And I'm always just really hesitant to go to the doctor and especially the emergency room, but I, I went. And um, by the time I got there, it was super painful. And everybody was pretty sure that it was a kidney stone. I mean, they they basically treated me like that was it from the time I walked in. Um, and I've heard about kidney stones, so I wasn't very stoked about that idea. Um, did the CT scan and found nothing. Blood work, nothing. You know, a full panel, you know, urine and blood work, nothing. The doctor came in and said, look, you're like, everything's totally healthy. Your blood work looks great. Everything's great. He said, it's really odd. Um, I've been staring at the CT scan for 10 minutes. The radiologist just finally got back to me and, you know, diagnosis abdomen pain cause unknown. And it was really interesting. I was super curious about this feeling I had. Um, and it turns out it has a word, a, a name. It's called diagnostic disappointment. You know, the doctor said, look, this is ultimately good news, right? And I was like, yeah, of course. And, and it just reminded me, like, this is the reason I almost never end up going to the hospital. Because every time I go, it's, it's you know, like, go home, take a little ibuprofen. Um but of course, I wanted to go to make sure I wasn't doing something stupid. And he told me, you know, what the stupid thing would be like if you had a, a big fever or something, then come back. But it, it got me curious about this concept of diagnostic disappointment. And I, because I've had this conversation with so many um, of my friends over the years, especially my ER, my emergency, emergency physician friends, who say that it's pretty common that people will come in you know, and they may be in like, like this is not delegitimizing my own, my pain. Like you're in real pain. Um, you may have done a little bit of, you may have heard about something like kidney stones or something else, right? You're, you may have even done a little Google search before you came. Um, you got some idea of what you think might be wrong. And then when there's nothing wrong, you're, you know, nothing, quote unquote, there's nothing wrong. There's a, there's, there can be a sense of disappointment. And I was like, man, that's really weird. Is that just me? And then I remember all these conversations with my doctor friends. Like, it's so odd. And they would say this. It's really odd. Like, I'll say, hey, you know what? Turns out, tests all negative. You're great. Take a little ibuprofen, get some sleep. You're going to be fine. And people would be actually disappointed. So I, I've been researching this over the years, trying to find like, what is this thing? And, and my experience just, reminded me of this thing called diagnostic disappointment. Um, it's fascinating that as we, as, as humans navigate problems, and here I'm pointing to you know, an illness, and we want to find solutions or a diagno diagnosis, there's a whole bunch of emotionally complex landscape to navigate. And here's just a few ideas um, of why this happens and how to think about it. 
um, number one, and, and, and by the way, this isn't just about illness. Number one, like illness as identity. I've noticed that it's easy to make an illness or a problem in other areas of my life part of my identity, especially when it's around a long time and it's unclear what the cause is. You know, the, the actual kind of hunt or search for answers can become part of the life story that you're telling people. Right? I've seen this. Um, you may be able to think of examples like this. Number two, um, there's an element of like validation and legitimacy. You know, today, if you can imagine, and by, by the way, today I'm recording this on Tuesday. You're listening to it on Wednesday. Um, you, know, you picture this. Put yourself in my position. Grappling with some symptoms, it really, really hurts. You show up. And people are like, there's nothing wrong with you. <laughs> there's nothing wrong with you. You know, so much of when we're trying to solve problems is about more than just like putting a label on it. It's about being seen and heard and and even trusted, you know, by yourself and others. It's so interesting, right, when you're dealing with problems. And again, I want to be clear, this isn't just about illness. The third thing I thought about was psychological, the, the, the psychological need we have for control. You know, when there's a problem around and you can't figure out why, you can't get a clear diagnosis, you can't get a clear reason, you are in uncharted territory. And this is really interesting part of like the disappointment, diagnostic disappointment that can happen. A diagnosis, even if it's not good news, actually gives you a roadmap right? There's a name to it. I remember this with imposter syndrome. You know, I had this feel, and I'm, I'm actually having this feeling right now, just knowing that this, this experience I've had before, and I've noticed other people have, has a name. Diagnostic disappointment is actually really cool. I remember it with imposter syndrome. I remember thinking like, what is this? Why am I so, and somebody said, you know, it has a name. I was like, oh, it's good news, right? Gives me a little bit of a map. And and with that map comes a sense of control. And then the fourth thing I was thinking about is like what it says about it's, it's sort of narrative and meaning. You know, we're, we're so wired for stories and getting a clear answer or a, a diagnosis about a problem weaves a narrative thread that you can kind of use to make sense of what's been happening to you, symptoms, you know, you know, a, a repeating occurrence. It gives you some sense of coherence and purpose in what is otherwise feels chaotic. And I, I also wonder about this narrative and meaning thing around um, giving you a bigger thing to fight against, right? I'm, I, I'm, I'm wondering about this in the sense of like, look, if I go to the doctor and it's some big bad thing of course nobody wants that but we're talking here about psychological and emotional complexity and I wonder if there's a part of this that's like oh man that gives me something to focus on something to be in a world where there's like I'm constantly trying to figure out what to focus on what's my mission what's my purpose right 
there might be some aspect of that too, like a, a heroic cause to fight. And again, none of this makes rational sense. You know, of course, I've been through this a couple of times in the last 30 years where it's like, oh, nothing's really wrong. You know, some symptom presents and it could be this and you go and you're really worried and they say nothing's really wrong. So today was like, well, that's good. It's good. I mean, I'd much rather like go home, take some ibuprofen and sleep, get better than, you know, some sort of surgery. So I found that really fascinating. And I've been looking for these kind of this sense of coherence or understanding around this concept for a very long time. And I was, it was really helpful for me today to try and put this together. So I hope it's helpful for you. You know, when does diagnostic disappointment show up in your life? What does it mean? Isn't that interesting? That would be one of my favorite phrases. Like, isn't, I don't, I don't know exactly what to do with it. I think just understanding that it exists and the four reasons I've outlined, or at least four things to kind of chew on, super helpful for me. Cheers, my friends.